0: listening to the loving bdsm podcast episode 340 kill the lord's here with the one the only the shirtless because you're too hot because you fucked my brains out and worked really hard john brownstone that's right and your dog's howling in the background i don't know if the mic's picking it up she's got to make her presence known are, are you cooling off? I mean, it was pretty I, hot. It I, was
1: I am cooling off now. In, yes. In the
0: spicy way. It yeah. was definitely mm-hmm. pretty hot. It's uh, rare for you to be the one that's like sweating balls and me to be like, no, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I, I know, feeling right? pretty good. <laughs> yeah.
1: little <laughs> turning of the tables there, so to speak. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, uh, it was while the, the camera was rolling, to borrow a very old phrase. Right. They don't roll anymore, but... <laughs> so we officially have our first sex tape? Sex video. Yeah. It's not what this episode is about. No. But I'm, like, still kind of in shock about it, <laughs> pleasantly, and I, I have to tell everyone, clearly.
1: Well, you know the best part about it all? Mm-hmm. My back is feeling better.
0: I w- you're going to... You're not going to be surprised. And also, I think you're going to be like, are you kidding me? In the middle of it, I was like, oh my God, is his back okay? And I almost asked. And then I went, you know what? If it was not okay, he would not be doing this. Right. It's fine. And then you yanked me in such a way that I was like, is my back okay? <laughs> uh, it is. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Uh- Anywho, anyway, <laughs>
1: back to business.
0: This week, we're not talking about that. (laughs) We're answering more relationship questions uh, suggested by therapy jeff on mm-hmm. i always find him on instagram but he's also on tiktok these are silly but serious questions you should mm. actually answer with one another uh before you define your relationship but we're going to do it as an old married couple because that's fun <laughs> um kind
1: of see if we're meant to be together or not i guess
0: and also i was of the questions i chose from like a, a lot i, I yeah there, down. there was a lot yeah uh some of them i was like oh, we just decided and we never actually had this discussion. So right. now I'm like, are things going to change because we're actually discussing <laughs> it? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, we yeah. shall
1: see what we shall see, I guess.
0: Exactly. These are, you know... I think made with vanilla relationships in mind, but I think they apply to any relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hi, welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you and it's kind of like this all the time. Uh, If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on Life at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate loving ds and the number one so that's at loving ds one or on youtube at youtube.com slash loving bdsm where you can watch us live stream the podcast every wednesday all links are in the show notes okay so before we get into the silly but serious questions uh a reminder that the dom sub dynamics virtual summit uh registration is still open you can actually register at any point during the summit as well but the summit starts on Monday Um, if you sign up for a free ticket um, you have access to each day's sessions for a full 24 hours Um, if you decide to upgrade and get the all access pass I was just reading in some information earlier you get lifetime access to the sessions but if you're like I don't have that in my budget I need it to be free you don't have to be there as the Um, sessions go live, you get 24 hours to go back and watch the ones from each day that you wanted to see. Um, We're doing a session on long distance relationships um, and how we put together the system to make that work for us with suggestions for other folks. Um, But there's a lot of other classes um, and sessions on all facets of dom-sub relationships. Uh, So, Link is in the places, show notes uh, for podcast listeners, description box for uh, YouTube folks. It will be in this week's newsletter, newsletter, jeez, newsletter, mm-hmm. and also there will probably be a reminder email going out uh, over the weekend, so just giving you that okay. Had reminder. someone in
1: the live chat asking where they sign up.
0: The link is in the places. There's okay. a link in the description box, and there's gonna be a link in the show notes, and there we keep a link in our newsletter. Um, also, if you're following us on social media, we'll have a link tree, and it's there. Yes, in all the places. Um. So yeah. Uh, well, that's just gonna say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to write this note down, but it is important. Oh. This Friday. February 16th is the third Friday of the month, and we will be going live on YouTube at 9.30 p.m. Eastern for our Friday night uh, live stream, hangout, virtual munch, whatever, whatever we want to call it. Um, It will be post-date night. We will have gone out for our Valentine's uh, date night Friday at uh, a restaurant where you have to make a reservation, so I feel fancy. Uh, (laughs) We will go do that probably get a coffee because i know how we are and then we'll come back home and like look at our children for a minute and then we'll go live with y'all so i might still like i will either still have a face on or i will have taken the war paint off i I don't know depends on how i'm feeling yeah because if i don't take it off before the stream that means at midnight i'm taking off makeup and oh i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. maybe we'll make friday night a pajama party as we do work so yeah we're we're going live friday night for our monthly blahdy blah do lolly thing (laughs) okay so the questions from therapy jeff i legit enjoy therapy jeff's content that i see on Mm -hmm. instagram he is also on tiktok um he he encourages people to ask really like some some of the questions are like deep and i would love to do those but i was like (laughs) ah Uh, is this is this the place we should have that kind of conversation? I don't know. We might one day. Um, also, I like his style of making content like real short like but yeah. it, and I'm like, I wonder if I can if I could be inspired by that. Am I capable of that? we'll find out one day. <laughs> so um, we looked at two reels because he did eight silly but serious questions. And then like he had another reel that was eight more, silly but serious. So that's 16 if you can do the math. We are not gonna try to answer 16. We're gonna try and answer nine because that felt somehow less excessive. I don't know. Nine. nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine? Um, I don't know if you will learn anything about power exchange in general that you can apply to your relationship in this conversation. What I, I you might learn some very personal details about us uh, a couple of these questions. But the, what I actually would encourage folks to do if you are in a relationship or getting into a relationship um, is to look through the two reels. They are linked in the places um, and answer the questions for yourself if you're interested. It's not a, you have to think what we think or do what we do. And I know from answer to one question that people definitely have uh, differing opinions on that. Um, Cause I asked it in discord and. nobody agreed with me. (laughs) Nobody, I was like, oh, okay. Um, So yeah, if these questions are, are of interest to you, feel free to use them in your own relationships. I think the way he framed these questions are eight silly, but serious questions you should ask each other before you define your relationship. Uh, some of these things are things we absolutely deal with. We've never had a conversation about them. So this ought to be interesting. Mm. So we're, some of these we might be able to do rapid fire and some we might okay. have conversation. We'll find
1: out. We'll see what what, what happens. So
0: I'm going to ask you the question okay. and you're going to answer me and then it'll be in reverse and I'll answer it as if you were asking. Okay. Can I talk to you while you're going to the bathroom?
1: You do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is true. You do. Do you have a problem with it, though? Like, no. does it bother you? No, I don't. So, uh, also, I love how you're like, you do. So do you. I do. But I have one boundary. Uh, yes. <laughs> I have a very serious boundary. I am comfortable if I am peeing cuz I if like I don't even necessarily close the bathroom door cuz I'll close like the bedroom door cuz the kids know if the bedroom door is closed yeah. just knock first so I'll leave the bathroom door wide open in mm-hmm. our bedroom if I'm peeing yeah. and then oh. I'm fine I'm fine if you come talk to me but if, if I'm doing if it's a number 2 I, here's the sad thing. I'm so used to keeping the bathroom door open that even when it's number two and I definitely don't want you to talk to me, I won't close the damn door. I don't know why. Like I'm trying to get better about that. Closing the bathroom door as a signal to do not talk to me. Leave me alone. (laughs) I'll be going to the bathroom, realize I have not closed the bathroom door, hear the bedroom door open and you'll just hear me go, no, no, go away, go away. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm, yep. Now, never mind, we've been, like, eyelash to butthole with one another, and we've seen each other, like, have things come out of our body, and we've seen each other at our worst, but number two is my limit.
1: That's the limit. Well, I mean, that that too for me but you know yeah if we're yeah i don't
0: want to go near you if i think you're doing that so you're just better at closing the door which is the signal leave me alone yeah but we talk to each other when um we're taking a shower too true Mm -hmm. but it doesn't like i I also noticed that was a for me it was a gradual thing when we Mm -hmm. first got together and we would visit one another total privacy in the bathroom please don't come in even when we moved in together Mostly total privacy. And right. I think it was more like by accident. We realized we didn't mind talking to the other while we were peeing. Right. And it didn't really bother us. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. But that was a gradual, like, we just found out kind of thing. But also, I, as you, the way you react when I freak out because there's a number two situation, we respect each other's boundaries. So if we had right. said something, no. it wouldn't have mattered. We'd have gone, oh, okay, never mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll ask you. Can I warm my cold feet on your hot body? No. It used to be yes. You used to allow it. But also, uh, no, you can't put your cold feet on my body either. (laughs) I don't like feet touching me. I don't like feet touching me. I don't like feet touching me, me, but I don't think that's your issue. Because I don't think you care about the feet. or No, I don't
1: care about the feet. It's the cold. I don't like the cold. Right. Especially from, and I don't know why it's any different from feet, but it seems like When you touch me with your cold feet, it's different than any other part of your body being cold.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel the same way because like you put your cold butt on me all the time. I mean, usually I'm having a hot flash. I'm like, please put put something cold on me or your cold knees or your cold hands. Like that doesn't bother. But it's the feet. But I don't like feet. True. So I don't know why it's different for feet with you. I just know I don't like them. But uh, do we tease one another in the bed and chase each other with our cold feet? Absolutely. fucking yes. Definitely. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Until you put your cold feet on me, then it's not funny anymore. And I don't like that game anymore. when I <laughs> want to play. <laughs> okay, All here's right. one that we've had to figure out the hard way. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with going to bed with an unresolved argument? Yes. I used to not be.
1: I know. I used I know. to really not like I it. I know.
0: And then it fucking worked. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I can handle this conversation in the morning now. Yeah. The ones I really don't like, even though it makes sense, like at some point we just need to go to our separate corners and go to bed, Right, are the ones where we are so upset with one another or hurt by each other that we're not talking about it the next day. The last big yeah. blow up we had, which I figured out later, we had triggered one another. Like <laughs> psychologically, like in the the correct use of the term trigger, we had triggered one another yes. and we did not talk about it for two and a half days. And then I think the way we had to start it was we each had to apologize to each other first. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that was when I said, we we triggered each other in that one. That one was That one was not a good one. Mm-mm. but had we attempted to resolve it the night it, and not gone to bed i mean we just wouldn't have slept it, it would have gotten worse right but that took me a long time to get to
1: it and did I, it did that that was really the um out of the norm for us yeah because I mean, we
0: used to like just resolve it before we went to bed. Yeah.
1: And I mean, even if we couldn't. The next day, we did. Right you know. now, this
0: last one, yeah, that was really out of the norm. Right, but I mean, I still remember the first time we got into a, an argument bad enough that you just looked at me and went, "We are going to bed. Mm-hmm. We will deal with this tomorrow." And I was like, uh, "One, I was kind of raring for a fight. Like, okay, let, let's 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 dupe this out."
1: You had your hackles up.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> but two, I think part of it is when we go to bed when we are have argued and we're upset with one another we are we it's not the same vibe going to bed and no. i don't like that feeling but also i didn't quite yet trust that we really would resolve it right like the next day or when we were calm mm-hmm. um and i think it's a good thing that the first like two times we did that went to bed angry we did a whole episode on it because it was such a revelation to me uh, <laughs> um the first couple times we did that, I think what helped with this last time was we did resolve it and deal with it like the very next day when we were yeah. calm. So that when we had the big one, <laughs> I one, I was actually so still so upset. I was like, I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say on this one. Uh, but I knew we would get there eventually because yeah. we had before. I think if the yes. very first one had been that big blow up, I would have been very nervous. I wouldn't have, I think I would have tried to rush the reconciliation process because I wouldn't have trusted that we would get to it eventually. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're okay with it mm-hmm. because I think there comes a certain point, depending on how you are with conflict and how you handle arguments with a partner, there comes a point where you, you just got to go, we got to go to sleep. We are not at our best and we're only hurting things yeah. by continuing, exactly. you know, but it, t- it did take me a while. Like, I mean, there, there's, years there's, there's a certain there.
1: point where, you know the the you're not getting anywhere productive mhm mm-hmm. and add on top of that the fact that tired
0: mhm
1: yeah and and it just makes a bad thing worse
0: yeah yeah cuz you're not you're not at your best self at that no, point uh-uh. no no uh-uh. okay
1: <laughs> this is a
0: very real one
1: ah uh, yes it is I know what this question oh, is. Oh no,
0: I skipped one, That's this one. Actually, the next two, that's why. I, okay. I overlooked one, okay. okay. So. Will you be upset if I go to bed early and don't stay up late with you? No. So here's the thing. Yeah, he's the calm, fucking, <sighs> mature one. Here's the thing, I don't get upset when like you're sick, you're hurt, you're just exhausted, right? Like that's that never makes me upset that you need to go rest. Mm-hmm. Here's what makes me upset. You have this really bad habit of not telling me what the fuck you're going to do. You don't say, Baby girl, I am I don't feel good. I'm tired, I'm exhausted. I mean, you do, and this is a joke between us, so I'm gonna sound real disrespectful, but it's a joke. He does have this way of walking, talking and sighing that lets me know he's the most exhausted human being <sighs> on girl, I the am face exhausted. of the planet.
1: I'm, I think I need to go to bed.
0: Nobody can be more <laughs> tired than him and <laughs> he will tell you that you can't possibly be more tired than him. Um, and that might make me go sometimes, but when you tell me that you're going to bed early, I'm, I'm cool with it. I don't have a, it's fine. It's fine. And part of why this matters is we have a very solid DSC routine when we go to bed. Like there's True. like, we have a whole, from the moment Lola gets put in her crate with her gate closed to the time we actually lay our head on a pillow, there's a, worked out routine that we have figured out for one another. It's like a dance. Like we do these things together. We laugh and joke unless someone's cranky and not named Kayla. Uh, We go through these motions. I have been rushed (laughs) to get to the bedroom because somebody was cranky because he was tired. And I'm like, but I'm having fun with you because this is our nighttime thing. Um, But we have like left, right and center, all this stuff we're doing. And when I don't know that you've gone to bed, all I know is I finally look up and I'm like, it's like 1030, the lights are all on. I haven't seen him for an hour. And I start going, okay, let me go let him know. Maybe he's reading. And you're out cold. You've clearly gone to bed. None of the routine is going to happen. I have to do your things and my things, which isn't really an issue. And I'm, I'm like, I, I, I don't love it. But it's because I wasn't told. When yeah. you tell me, then I'm like, it's understandable. Hey, let me go get like a good night kiss. I'll even, I'll even lay over you in the bed to get the, the butt, uh, smack for when it's time to go to bed. So I've got, Mm. uh, permission ahead of time, but yeah.
1: I mean, really for me, if I, if most of the time, if I go to bed and I fall asleep without telling you, it's because I'm not feeling well.
0: Sure. But even the going to bed, pulling back, because like even pulling back the covers, that's my that's routine. That's the routine for you. And yes. you know, once I can tell when you're doing that, I just want to lay in the bed and like be by myself because you're on top of the covers. Once you pull back the covers, you're ready to go the fuck to sleep.
1: All bets are off. And it's at like,
0: that but you, if you had just told me, I wouldn't have been upset. But when I say upset, I'm not like freaking out. I'm not like, what is the state of our power exchange? Does he not love me? Like nothing like that. Just more like, this would be going better if he had just told me. I would like that better, that kind of level. Mm. Okay, here's the one, uh, my yeah. eyes skipped over. Okay. Because this this is a real one. Yes, it is. Will you, John Brownstone, mm-hmm. be hurt if I start watching a TV series without asking if you'd like to watch it with me first?
1: Probably not.
0: Here's why he had to think of that. Yeah, I know. I don't sit down to watch a TV
1: series <laughs> no, on she, my own, okay? No, she doesn't. <laughs> No, she doesn't.
0: So he has actually never had that experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> I might sit down when you turn on the TV and go, hey, why don't we watch this? But I never just pick, I, I barely know how to work our smart TV, y'all. Like barely. Now, let me
1: let me explain something to you folk, okay? Y'all, y'all. this is how it goes around here. She's, she'll be like, why don't we watch something together? But then we can never find something she wants to watch.
0: No. So what
1: ends up happening is I will sit myself down in front of the TV, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll look through Hulu, I'll look through Netflix, we have I'll way look through too many options through, through Disney,
0: through HBO. We have A- way too HBO. many options.
1: Um, and and I'll look for something, and if something catches my eye. I, I will start watching it. She will be on the other side of the room. I'm not really into that. I, I'm not too sure about this show. And and I'll be three or four episodes in and, and she'll be off the sidelines and back, just kinda watching, without saying anything. It, it it's kinda like taming a wild animal. <laughs> the more I watch, the closer in she comes.
0: Except when there are definite shows, I'm like, no, this is not this Well, like is not House not of
1: Dragons, you will you will not that, no, that's that's not something
0: to uh graphic for me but
1: but anyway i'll I'll be watching and she'll just keep coming closer and closer and closer until next thing i know she's sitting on the sofa next to me and she's like oh this is good i'm i like these characters i'm vested in this
0: sometimes but here's more times than not to answer the question first of all i'm not hurt if you start watching a tv series i'm a little put out though i'm a little bit like well why didn't you tell me you were gonna watch that i'm i'm it might be one i mean i don't know what's out there so you know Right? And I'm skeptical with new stuff because unless it's something I really want to watch, I'm like, Meh. So I don't mind. I will it off to the side and kind of catch it out of the corner of my eye while I'm doing other stuff. And if it pulls me in, that's a good sign that I'm willing to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. But what often ends up has, well, not often, what has happened most recently that I'm, uh, I don't love is that he'll have some time, or especially when he was sick, right? Like, we were like two or three days apart from each other in COVID. So I was recovering Mm. while he was still in the midst of it. So I was getting a little bit more stuff done. I was moving around. He was like, I am, he's really good at actually being sick and just sitting the fuck down. He's like, I'm going to sit my happy ass down and just watch some TV. And that's fine. But he doesn't say, Hey baby girl, I'm going to watch some TV and see if I can find something. Would you like to join me? Or is this a series you're interested in? And when it's like you were watching Titans, I, I tried, like I was mm-hmm. bored one day, I was like, I'll sit down. No, I'm not interested in it. Uh, it didn't bother me. But when it's a series that I end up being into because based on past viewing experiences, you kind of have an idea of what I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna be into and you never said anything, I don't get upset. But I wish I got asked, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I'm never going to be the one to just start watching something without. No, no. I just, I barely know how to work the remote. uh, I've been given instructions by everybody in this house, both kids and JB. Still, I'm like, I think, is this how, mm, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. And I like watching shows with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are shows I would happily watch by myself, but I just don't. My brain doesn't go there. It doesn't go, you know what I could do? I could sit on the couch and, like, it just doesn't.
1: I, I do enjoy watching shows with you, as long as they're not shows from my childhood that you destroy, that you viscerally destroy and tear apart while I'm reliving a happy memory.
0: That is as close to being sadistic as I will ever come. I fucking enjoy that. I fucking enjoy the hell out of that. Okay, this is one that we know what we do, but we've never talked about it. Okay. When we order food, Mm -hmm. are we sharing off of each other's plates? Or is each meal strictly our own?
1: I I have come to terms with the fact that nothing on my plate is sacred or
0: safe. But everything on mine is. Yes. I'm an only child who does not know how to share food, has never, like if snacks were purchased for me, those were my snacks. When I got a, a thing to eat as a kid, it was fucking mine. Nobody touched it. I do not handle it well when I, unsolicited food grabs come my way. I, like, I am resigned to the hand, fact it well.
1: that during a meal at any given point, a hand will come across the table. I've gotten
0: better about asking.
1: You have. You've gotten better at I asking. I didn't used to. And, and, and I have gotten better of the fact that she's going to do it regardless. <laughs> so I may as well just pick up a fork and say, would you like a bite, baby? Girl?
0: Now, when we go out to a meal, <laughs> especially when we go out to a meal, or if we order in and it's something we don't usually get... We do offer each other that, bites. That's true. Like if we know we got something that this is not something you would eat at home normally. Right. We're like, hey, do you want a bite of this? Mm-hmm. We absolutely do that. I no, I he, Again, I think it's about expectations and communication up front. If we ordered a meal and said, hey, I'll split that entree with you and you split this yeah. entree with me. I'll do that all day long because one, I know I'm going to get some Mm -hmm. and two, we've talked about it, right? Right. Um, Go to a restaurant or order something like unusual. Absolutely. Here's a bite. If you want it, happy to do it. But the, just reach your fork over onto my plate and take some. I, I get violent. I'm, I like lose my shit. I have no chill in that moment. I have no experience from my formative years to now, other than being a parent, where you kind of just don't have much fucking choice, of sharing food. And quite frankly, when the boys were really little and I was trying to get them to try things or I'd feed them off mm-hmm. my plate, or they'd be like, mommy, French try and grab it, whatever. I was clenching my jaw through them because <laughs> I didn't like sharing. And I don't think it's my finest trait. I'm not proud of it, but you know, yeah. It's about setting the expectations up front and communicating clear communication. I can do almost anything. Mm -hmm. Try to sneak your fork over onto my plate. uh, You will come back with holes in your hand. (laughs) I was getting like a bowl of potato chips one day just pouring them he walks up because he knows how to fuck with me walks up behind me takes a chip i'm like don't take my chips like i was yes, <laughs> raging yes. it was, and I was, yes. I was i was i was a little embarrassed about that but then i was like take the fucking bag of chips not my chips now never mind i could have reached in there and got another i understand rationally outside of the moment i get it yeah no we not we're not just automatically on, sharing on, on food.
1: saturdays when we do family movie night She'll be making herself and the boys a a bowl of chips. And I always know which bowl is hers. And it is so much fun. It is so much fun. She
0: gets all fluffed and
1: flustered and
0: don't like it (laughs) yeah and you love fucking with me that's Mm -hmm. the hard part yes you love fucking with me
1: exactly
0: okay we have talked about this many times before but i included it here because i think it's a good question that people at every stage of relationship should have okay Mm -hmm. if one of us is not in the mood for sex Mm -hmm. but the other one really wants to get off how would we like to handle that
1: be like fine you got toys i got toys there you go
0: you want to get off and i really am just like please don't touch me please mm-hmm. go get yourself off yeah with my blessing quite you know when i was in a, in different relationships at a different sort of point in my life of understanding about relationships oh. yes lola lola understands as well she's got opinions <laughs> i did kind of feel like had that sort of stereotypical view of are you saying i'm not enough or you can't just wait for me to be mm-hmm. in the mood? I don't, I don't vibe with that thought process anymore because it's, I don't need to take somebody else's sexual desire quite so personally right. because it is about me, but it also is not at all about mm-hmm. me. Um, but what I learned at the end of my very bad marriage and now with you in our marriage is that it's actually a relief to know that I don't necessarily feel guilty that I'm not in the mood because he still has a way to get what he needs. It might not be the partnered, intimate thing we could have done together, but he's he still has freedom to, like, get what he needs in another fashion. Yeah.
1: And, and, and same with you. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, for me, the fact that we've gone through this three, four, four years of libido shifts, um, and I still have guilt over that at times, because it's like, I know how we were, I know how I want us to be, but it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot less like sad, bad, harmful, guilt feelings because I know you got a stash of sex toys and if what you want is to get off, you have ways to do it. Exactly. And I'm not gonna be standing over you, judging you for it, complaining about it. I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm. thank God for those toys, so. yeah. I mean, today we seem to have broken our streak. We did. Which was a fine thing, it came as a surprise, but it was like, okay, here we are. Um, but yeah, like if if you're in the mood and I'm not, please handle it yourself, mm-hmm. it's fine. If I'm in the mood and you're not, that has never happened in our relationship. Has that ever happened where I've been in the mood and you haven't been? Like to the point that I told you I was in the mood, like I made a move on you. And you're I'm- like, eh, I'm not in the mood. I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, Partly because I'm not, I'm not making a move. That's true. I'm gonna give you the hints that you need to know what the hell I'm feeling. And then it's balls in your court. Mm. That's not my job. Um, But I don't, I don't know how I would handle it the other way. Hmm. Hopefully I just go grab my vibrator and be like, okay, let's move on. Your your
1: battery operated boyfriend.
0: I'm not in love with the name of that, but okay. Yeah, no. Okay. This one is uh, good timing because this is the week of Valentine's Day as we're recording. What are your, JB, your expectations about gifts on certain days like Valentine's Day, anniversaries, Mm -hmm. birthdays, holidays, gift giving days? Um, I am not,
1: and, and we talked about this, especially when it comes to Valentine's Day. We're not big on the whole gift Mm -mm. giving thing I mean even Christmas we're we've kind of like you know backed off on that between us um it's it's more about what we have between each other
0: and what we can maybe go do together like sometimes our gift giving like we don't care because I'm the same way I don't Mm -hmm. if I want a gift if I if if it feels important to me and I'm like pining for somebody to like go take some time and thought and go what would she like and surprise me with it i'm gonna let you know yeah but in general we're at a point in both life and our relationship that when we want something we just communicate together about the budget and then just get it like there's uh, presents these days that we might give each other are things that nothing that we need Nothing that we've stated mm-hmm. that we want, but little things that might make us go. I, I thought of you when I saw that. If we yeah. do it at all, um, and then of course when the budget is tight, we're like, you know what? We're not gonna do. Yeah. We're not gonna exchange gifts. I did mm-hmm. say did say that at Christmas this year, and then and I didn't spend a lot of money, and then I got JB a gift that the cat then promptly broke.
1: Right. I got
0: him <laughs> some um, uh, prints of the patent drawings for different coffee makers, types of coffee mm-hmm. makers. And then, and the prints weren't expensive at all. And then I put it in a not expensive frame cause it was supposed to go up in the coffee section of our kitchen. And then the cat broke the frame. And so now uh, I, I still gotta go get a new frame and I haven't done <laughs> it. Um, and I did that as a surprise cause while I was shopping for the boys, I came across that and I went, mm-hmm. this is not something he could ever possibly ask for. Cause he doesn't know it exists and this would be a nice little surprise. But I didn't yeah. expect anything in return because yeah. We had already talked about it, but I, mean, I did tell you that I had found something for you just in case. Like I didn't want it to like mm-hmm. be like a like an angry surprise. Like wait, we said we weren't doing this. I was like, I did find yeah. you something. It's fine, you know. But no, we. I'll let the dog in. You, you let go. her in,
1: yeah, and you know, certain holidays like that, uh, we don't do much. Now birthdays, we do tend to celebrate she's just barking at the neighbors so i mean birthdays are a little bit more of a a time we celebrate
0: yes yes and even then it's not usually big or extravagant
1: extravagant, but Mm -hmm. we we acknowledge each other more so on on the birthdays i mean like we did not do anything for valentine's day yesterday we did not did not exchange cards um gifts or nothing and we don't do that. We haven't done that since the beginning of our relationship.
0: Well, there's a there's a little running joke in the relationship about cards. Somebody, not me, is very sentimental and if you give him a card, he will keep it posted, like visible visible for at least two to three weeks after the time the card has been given. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. birthday, anniversary, whatever i will get the card love the card lay it flat and put it on a stack of piece of paper and forget that it exists when somebody not me is ready to take down his cards he then like usually or sometimes puts them like in a like keepsake place sometimes i think you've gotten better now at throwing them out but like they are some of them are cherished yeah i will find a card from months ago, that's like looking raggedy because it's had it's been shuffled around, and I forgot it existed. <laughs> and then go, yeah, I should probably throw that away. Now, my mom got me the one on our backdrop. So, podcast listeners, you can't see this, but YouTube folks can. That said, sassy since birth, because some things aren't just because I'm submissive. Just so you know, it's it's like hard coded into my DNA. Uh, and <laughs> that one, of course, I popped it up on the board, the the cardboard, mm-hmm. because I was like. yeah that's everybody's gonna know that's me yeah but that's and i have a couple my mom has given me that i've put over in my little office corner area but i'm not sentimental usually so i was very upfront with jb about that when we first got together like cards are nice and i like them but i'm i'm not keeping them forever That's just not what i do he has now wandered away not wandered away like aimlessly he's trying to calm lola down who's barking her full head off in the backyard And the reason is our backyard butts up to like a wooded area and it's got a, it's got like a chain link fence, maybe not even chain link, a a bare bones fence that separates us. And the people who live back there are like off the grid people. We call them the people in the woods and they have been expanding back there and their dogs are coming closer to the fence and lola does not like that and she lets them know she does not like that so she spends a lot of time barking yeah in addition to the the rv
1: that's been parked back there (laughs) since we lived here now there's tents popping up
0: yeah it's it's interesting Mm -hmm. okay so this one okay is the last question all right we did get through these kind of speedy i'm kind of impressed Mm -hmm. this one is interesting because i know what i do but we have never actually asked each other this should I always take your side when you're complaining about someone you can't stand, or can I gently challenge you if I think you're being unfair? Don't talk about what I do. What do you mm-hmm. want? <laughs> I'll admit to what I do, but I want to know what you actually right. want. <laughs>
1: Most of the time, I wish you would just listen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and you know, a lot of times (laughs) I either do or I get mad on your behalf. True. But there are times, unprompted, I have absolutely gone, but I see another perspective. (laughs) I mean... I am. I do gently challenge. I don't tell mm-hmm. you you're wrong. I validate your feelings. You do. I absolutely you do. take your side. And then because I can't fucking help it, until you tell me to stop, I will point out a perspective that I don't know if you're seeing. I, I, I know what I want. I want mm-hmm. you to take my side completely, of course. Of course. But I'm also trying to think, do I... Do this, and there's a couple people I have completely bitched about that I just. There, there have been a few, but, but it's you... usually been s- instances and situations that w- you and I are both equally involved in. Yeah, it's never just been a person I just hate over there no. at random.
1: Well, you never leave the house and interact with people anyway, so there's you know, a reason you there, can't there's... be mad
0: at people or hate them if you never have to
1: talk. To them. Right, so, so you I know. live a
0: very blissful peaceful <laughs> life. <laughs> Yeah, the people that I would complain about, which are few and far between, are people that have made me mad from a situation that you and I are both involved in. So we're both simultaneously bitching about them, and we may or may not try to see another perspective. Um, You just have more people in your life, Mm -hmm. and you have a larger family than I do. I mean, I got like two people. Um, And so you've got more people to complain about. Now, Lately, you've been doing complaining, and I have not been challenging you. I've been giving you another perspective so that we can maybe find another way to approach the issue. Yeah. And that seems okay? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Is anybody shocked that JB would tell me something and I would absolutely have opinions that have nothing to do with his his anger? And would come at it from another angle. This should not surprise. Yes, it could annoy people, but it should definitely not come as a surprise. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I think I have to think in hypotheticals because I really don't have anybody that I could think of in literal years. I, You know what? I think the last time was when I still worked an office job and I was complaining about my boss. And, yeah, you've always been just a good listener about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I did the same with you with your boss because that one's an oh, yeah. easy one. Like, I could find another perspective, but that person's just being a douche. Like, yeah. <coughs> It's Very usually, true. I tend to try to point out other perspectives. What's an interpersonal issue of a person you're either gonna have to deal with or because I find it fascinating to figure out why people do what they do. Like the psych, the psychology of like that, I, that kind of stuff fascinates me and I'll just let my fascination be verbal while you're Man. like complaining. But I think what I've noticed and I think what I would want if this was me is, in the initial moment, let me bitch and complain. Once I've calmed down, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: maybe like, or if all I do is bitch and complain and I never do anything about it, like I'll tell you, you don't do this typically. And what I think you might be thinking of that you might say that I would label that you're doing this. I don't label This is an ongoing issue that you have to deal with. And so Mm -hmm. the person is exhibiting the same patterns of behaviors. right? but it's an ongoing issue, so the bitching is not like just constantly complaining. But if I or you were just constantly complaining about a person and never doing anything about it and had gotten stuck in the loop of, I'm just gonna bitch and I'm not gonna avoid the person, tell them off, whatever, whatever, and now I'm in that,
1: Mm -hmm. I'm eventually,
0: one, I want you to eventually go, hey, baby girl, all you're doing is complaining about this. Can we look at this from another perspective? uh and i'm pro- I'm probably gonna do that to you gently and in the most submissive way I know how <laughs> but I probably will true, true but but yeah i I do have that nasty little habit of trying to figure out other perspectives and what could be their motivations yeah lately it's been to try to problem solve and to figure out if there's another way to come at that person to mm-hmm. deal with the situation right, right, right. I, I mean I haven't been right yet, but you know. Can't help myself. So those were the questions. Those are some good questions. I know they're interesting. I find it funny that we some of those things we've navigated over mm-hmm. the years never had the conversation about. Um and yet we've because we are good communicators in general, we've navigated them in ways that if we were upset or, you know, unhappy about something it was brief and it was minimal and then we might have had the conversation and been okay. Um, do I think that it's a good, good idea to ask these questions before you get a little bit more serious? I don't know that they have to be asked, but I, th- I think it can make for some interesting conversation. I think you, when you are in a newer relationship, you would get the opportunity to kind of maybe hear a perspective that's not your own. Like if you're a definite food sharer and the other person is definitely not, You might want to know that before you find yourself in that Mm -hmm. situation. Some of the other questions um, that he poses in those reels slash TikToks that we didn't uh, do together, they're good questions as well. Some of them are like, uh, at least one or two might have been a little bit deeper than I think we even wanted to go. Um, But also, I don't think you're doomed if you didn't ever answer these questions. (laughs) I think it's, it's more of a... Oh, and the other thing I was thinking is... Had we answered questions like these early on, the answers I think would be different in some of them, not all of them True. than they are now because what we have done is navigate this together for long enough that, yeah, we know what our tendency is, mm-hmm. but also we know how we mesh well together and how right. we compromise and how we work together. And so things that on day one of the relationship would have been like, hell no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Now we're like, Okay, you're going to do it anyway, and I'm kind of okay with it. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's who you are, you know? True, so, true. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was fun. It was. I hope y'all, like, I, like I've like. i started saying, if we didn't educate you, hopefully we entertained you. Mm-hmm. But if the questions are kind of interesting to you, definitely check out the reels and go through as many of the questions as you want to with a partner. Yeah. Um, and then... F- whether Instagram or TikTok, wherever you might be, if you want to follow him, he does reels like that all the time on different different topics. He did mm-hmm. a whole series, I think earlier this month or late January, I don't know, about breakups, mm. like getting through breakups. And I think I saw one where it was like, before you get back with that ex that you broke up with, think about these X number of things. And I was like, mm, yeah probably think about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's certainly not the only person on social media talking about uh, relationships. I came across somebody else who is a relationship, I don't know if they're a therapist or a coach, I'm not 100% sure, but they also have an app that is meant to help you learn more about your partner and communicate better hmm. that I might check out. I think it's a free app. Hmm. Um, so yeah, there's lots of, lots of people yeah. talking about relationships. Some of them are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they talk about things that don't feel like they can apply to a power exchange, but some things are just human condition, people, things. It doesn't yeah. matter the flavor of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Although I do think how you might answer some of the questions might be determined by your, your role in your relationship, you know, are some things more okay because for the dominant partner, then it feels like they might be for the submissive partner. And if that's the case, why is that? Like, what is that about? And like, maybe dive deep Mm -hmm. we (laughs) i think we have accepted that some things i do are just the baby girl in me going hi here i am um i temper that when it's necessary like i'm not trying to actively make you angry i (laughs) never am trying to do that um and also i do a lot of things in an effort to air quote help (laughs) as a service that sometimes probably don't feel don't feel very helpful uh but i feel like i'm helping. And I kind of go on the thinking that if you don't want me to do something, you will tell me. And oh, yeah. if you're not telling me, then, like, I do kind of have to, like, know how we interact. And I have learned how to sort of read you for annoyance or whatever. And I'll ask if I think you're annoyed. But I'm going to go on the faith of if you want it, if you didn't like it, you're going to tell me. And That's if you're cool. not saying anything, I'm going to keep. Keep being me and doing me until you go. I don't until I
1: say, "Hey, all right, time to right. time to slow your roll, kid."
0: And I feel like I think any relationship can do that, but I feel like for us, the power exchange makes that easier or better or I don't know mm-hmm. something, something because I am following your lead, and yeah. yeah, you'll you'll let me know. Oh, I will. Right. All I ask is that you're not mean about it when you let me know, and like be be careful with my tender baby girl feelings. Because most of the time I'm trying to be a good girl and just do what I think is right. And I hate being wrong. So
1: That you do. It does that's, not always. That's true. You do.
0: It does not always spark a good reaction in me when I find out I've been wrong. Like I really <laughs> hate being really wrong. Me, yeah. I fucking hate it. So I think that's, that's the topic. Okay. okay. I mean, two weeks of like two hour long episodes. We had to at some point yeah. have a moment where we didn't but we have bonus section time. Yeah. I got a cough. <coughs> that is my only lingering thing that I can tell mm-hmm. from having covid and it's not like a constant but it's just like this little naggy thing that Right. We were we were recording our spicy content and I laying on my back has always made me cough a little bit but since covid I cough more when I'm laying on my back and I'm laying on my back and I'm like trying not to hack everywhere <laughs> while we're trying to be sexy, but also that our spicy content is very realistic. So a few times I turned my head into the pillow and just coughed. Uh, will I cut that out of the fun? I don't know. We'll find out. Find out. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the topic. Mm-hmm. We're done with that part. We can do a bonus section. No. Toddy. What? You don't want to do a bonus section? No. Maybe it make all the crickets sad
1: <laughs> i think i made you sad
0: <laughs> that is also true but think of the crickets think of the crickets think of the crickets daddy
1: wow are we good
0: i don't know i don't feel like that's for me to say <laughs> keep, keep it, it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all and we'll see you next week
1: yes baby girl can
0: i talk to the crickets please yes thank you (laughs) i have nothing of interest to say Mm. (laughs) nothing uh i think we've talked about our spiciness enough to avoid like being really annoying i don't know i think that that's enough uh I got nothing. Uh, my focus this week has been on trying to get back into our groove now that I'm, we're mostly well, and uh, keep fighting with the same clinic where the kids go. I think I bitched about it last week, fighting mm-hmm. with them again. Yeah, about appointments. That's
1: become like a constant thing. I, I'd be more shocked. I know. To you know, hear that you're not. I know. Arguing with them.
0: But I got the kids back on their appointment schedules with the right doctor, with the right meds. It mean, did I have to, you know, (laughs) get very firm with a few people? Yes, and I fucking hate that. If I didn't, first of all, if we had more options, I wouldn't stay, but also I didn't love the doctors that they see, we wouldn't stay. Right. But, so.
1: Yeah, I had my, um, finally had my follow-up appointment
0: Uh, uh with uh my
1: orthopedic yesterday um, fairly good uh, like uh, I told her uh, not having radial pain down either of my legs anymore uh, no muscle cramps in calves or thighs Mm -hmm. and I'm gaining strength back in my right leg
0: and then we learned the pain that you continue to feel, and not all of it, but some of it Some of it, is arthritis. Yes. And she even said, she said, look, I, I keep looking at your MRIs, and what I had focused on was the, the leg pain and the leg cramps. And now that that's not the focus right now, mm-hmm. I can look at everything else, and yes, you have a lot of arthritis in your back. And I was like, oh, wow. I'm, 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 okay. I'm
1: not surprised by that no, either. No, no.
0: I'm not surprised mm-hmm. by that with the but
1: Things I've done in the life I've lived. <laughs>
0: Considering the things you've told me, I'm just amazed you're here today. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, we, so like we're you've got another follow up to make sure you're still doing well. Six weeks, yeah. And then if the if the pain in your because the pain you have right now is just lower, lower back. back. If that intensifies, then we go into the nerve burning thing. Nerve block, yeah. Um, But even then, she said it buys you about six, six months to a year. Yeah. And then, but when you, you know, you've dropped 10 pounds already. Correct. Um, through your efforts to mm-hmm. alleviate the strain on the back. Right. Um, and she said that if you can keep that up, then that will buy you more time for these remedies to work. They'll right. work a little bit longer. Yeah. So.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I am still waiting to get my hormone medication that i was promised i sent a message followed up to the doctor's office i have not heard anything back so (laughs) i might have to make phone calls which sucks i am on a bunch of vitamins and supplements that she recommended and i don't know if it's a placebo effect or if it's like legit some of these things are actually helping i was telling jb today i feel some clarity Mm -hmm. and a bit more focus i have got more energy in the morning i get a lot a lot done yeah, do. before i take the kid to school at 8 45 like i'm up between 6 and 6 30 we leave at 8 45 and in that time i have you know boxed orders help the kid with something done with this do that but like there's just like all this stuff that i'll, I'll get done now and i don't f- i'm not feeling like overwhelmed by it or like i can't focus on it um i'm sleeping okay so mm-hmm. that's
1: I don't know. Yep.
0: So we're mostly good, you mm-hmm. know, minus that whole still re- technically recovering from COVID. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I'm I'm feeling better. I really don't have any.
0: I don't feel the exhaustion that I felt last week. No. I just for me, it's just this little cough that's mm-hmm. left. Going goodness.
1: going into this past weekend, I was still a little tired mm-hmm. and still had a. a the cough hanging on mm-hmm. but this coming into this week so far i've been been pretty good yeah i mean the alarm goes off in the morning um i i i pretty much bounce out of bed and, and start my morning routine
0: mm-hmm. uh something said are you gonna share those secrets i could use a boost the hrt isn't doing it for me so she has me on a really high dose of vitamin D and vitamin C, 2000, whatever, whatever the, the units are for both. Then she told me to take it. It is still technically known as this, but currently it's mostly known as goat weed, but it used to definitely be known as horny goat weed. Um, and then <laughs> hasteberry extract was the other. And then something that goes by DIM and then a big old long scientific name. And that is supposed to do something, she explained it, something with estrogen. It's not estrogen, but it like helps your body. I don't know, I can't remember. But those are the things, massive (laughs) ass fucking pills, except for I think the vitamin D pill is this little baby one. And that's the one I almost choke on every morning. I can get the horse pills down my throat, not a problem. The little baby one just trips me up every time. So, yeah, <laughs> I, hmm, hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm aware of the placebo effect, so I kind of hope that because I'm aware of it and I know it could be
1: mm-hmm. the
0: issue, the, a thing that actually happens that it's not. Like, I feel like if I know it could happen, doesn't my knowing it could happen prevent it from happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the kids are good. The dog, God love her, she's a little brat. Uh, the cat. So, in our spicy content, Onyx keeps photobombing. Yeah. She just runs right through the background of some stuff, and usually at a point where you can't cut it out. I'm like, the one t- one day of jumping on the recording desk and making her YouTube debut, and now she's like, I must I must be in all of the recordings. Oh, you're fucking! I'm gonna run right through that. That'll be fine.
1: and and she's sneaky about it we always think we have her out of the room and joey seems to find her way Mm -hmm. in there anyway Mm
0: -hmm. yep but yeah i mean i feel kind of boring we're we're going out to dinner friday night yeah i'm excited about that i am too it's a it's a semi fancy Mm -hmm. schmancy restaurant i already know what i'm gonna wear hopefully it I don't. I will not have. It won't be too small. I actually hope it's not a little too big because then that tends to look like I'm wearing a potato sack. Mm-hmm. That's that's no fun.
1: Um, and we had a, we had a nice time this past weekend. Sunday, you and I oh, went yeah. to, to How did Gainesville. I get forget that we went to the kink event.
0: of kink vendor thing. Yeah. Oh my god, we do have stuff to talk about because the woodshed is now doing a kink vendor thing in April, April that I promptly signed the fuck up for so we could promptly go fucking do that hopefully yeah. hopefully they accept us but yeah we went mm-hmm. to this new one in gainesville and talked to the organizer and they and they were like you oh, know gonna try and do it yearly and we were like we want to be here next year yeah, yeah. we got to to uh see folks and see art and
1: there was some amazing oh artwork. Yeah.
0: i wish we had money because there's yeah. some stuff i would definitely would have bought if we yep. had money mm-hmm. and yep. then we had a nice little lunch at a coffee cafe thing in downtown Gainesville. Lots
1: Coffee and Cafe.
0: I know. It was really good. Yeah. It was a good sandwich. It was mm-hmm. an excellent coffee. And the coffee was And oh, this yeah. this place has been open since 1995. Um and, and Gainesville's a college town, so if you could be this little place and survive through all of that and be selling like sandwiches and like mm-hmm. high uh, nice good coffee and it's across from a Starbucks. And I was like, oh, yeah, I would definitely choose this coffee yeah. over Starbucks. It's oh, yeah. really
1: good. Yep. Really
0: good. And then we tell the 17-year-old, you know, because we're still waiting to find out, you know, did he get into UF or not? We won't know until late next week. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, we were like, we went to mods. And, oh, my gosh. He's like, I know about mods. What? What? How? You go for very specific purposes. Yeah, I, I know about mods, Mom. Like, everybody knows. I'm like, everybody does not know. But yeah, that was a nice little afternoon with one another. We mm-hmm. hadn't, one, we were feeling well enough and we're not yeah. contagious and all that mm-hmm. stuff anymore. But two, I, we had not had just like an afternoon like that. And I, no. I don't even know how long.
1: It It was a nice, we, we, we had a nice time in the drive. We, we On the way up there, we did not even have the radio on.
0: Mm-mm nope
1: and you weren't looking at your phone we were actually chit chatting the whole way up
0: well we were also a lot of times sitting in very comfortable silence we're very yeah. good at a comfortable oh, yeah. silence we can absolutely be in a right. room with one another and not talk
1: mm-hmm. just but um you know the few times we've been to gainesville uh mostly been to the the college
0: sure. area
1: and this was a a you know whole different side of town we got to actually explore the downtown Area a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, it was kind. Of, it was cool. It, mm-hmm. it was cool. We had a good time.
0: Yeah, uh, as a kid <coughs> living near Gainesville and going to Gainesville a lot because that's where we do grocery shopping and go to the mall and stuff. I have no memory of having ever really gone downtown. So I was like, I don't know how much this has changed because these are not part of my core memories. <laughs> but yeah, we found the parking garage and we walked and yeah. we like this and we saw.
1: Oh, we felt yeah
0: a, a puppy a pity puppy he looked like a miniature version of lola like when lola was a baby this this is what she probably looked like and his name was zeus and the woman walking him was like i'm selling him and i'm like i can't i can't have a puppy Mm -hmm. also i cannot afford a dog right now another dog but did did we absolutely lean down in this coffee shop and pet the hell out of zeus and get loved on and it's his little fur was so soft, his little face was. Mm-hmm. his little tongue was so soft, he was just licking me all over and I was like, I really want to take you home.
1: I, I you know, I've I, I seen pictures of pity pups, you know, on Instagram oh, and, yeah. and, and you know, all over Dodo videos but seeing when that little person. pup in oh, person, God. I totally understand now how as, as little ones, they get picked up and held and, and cuddled in your lap. How a 70 pound dog can easily become a lap dog.
0: Right, and I know if we, and we have talked about, we know eventually we want a second dog. Um, we know we cannot do a puppy right now. We do not have the time, we do not have the patience. I no. could, I don't know if I could could handle the mental strain of knowing that my shit got tore up because that's what puppies do. And then I had to (laughs) financially like deal with replacing whatever it might be. Like I just, no. So we know right now there are no puppies in our future, but we have talked about if there comes a point in life, like when the kids are either just adults and we're not watching them all the time or they're actually out of the house and maybe we discover what life is like when you have a little bit more time. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe then we might do a puppy. And I was like... Oh, I'm ready to break that promise right now yeah. for Zeus. I would yeah. I would die for Zeus. He
1: was adorable.
0: I would break laws for Zeus. Zeus could have anything he wanted. And I know when I when the day comes that I have a puppy, I will be the one I will right up here just oh, right yeah. on my shoulder like a, the baby they are. And then yes, they will probably grow up and think that they are supposed to be carried everywhere. Yep. 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 <sighs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't get Especially now, but I, I didn't even when my kids were little. I never got baby fever, like seeing babies, and I could see a baby and go, "Oh my god, that's such a precious baby." I, maybe I'll hold your baby, maybe not. But sometimes I'll hold a baby because I I still remember how. Um, but I never got the baby fever of, "Oh my god, I just really want a baby." But puppies, oh, I'll get some puppy fever.
1: <laughs> oh
0: my god, I could, I could almost convince myself. Yeah, we cannot afford a puppy. No, and to get a puppy is usually pretty difficult because you're either gonna have to go to a breeder or just somebody who's selling a random puppy. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer most of the time to to rescue. Yeah. Um but yeah. Well I th- I think we know that eventually we'll get a, another pity. Definitely an older oh, yeah. one the next time, but mm-hmm. just not right now. No. Just right not right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm yeah I don't that's it, yeah I think that's about it yeah it's it's been kind of low key over here, which is okay i'm I'm been I've been ready for some low key ness yeah <laughs> yes, um, definitely ready for next week when the kid finds out about college acceptance. Mm-hmm. It's late next week that's like yep. Friday'll be i think the earliest we find out about it, and then oh. Um, the youngest is going on his first overnight trip. It's a school trip in March. So that's exciting. Yep. He asked to go. I didn't have to like push him or convince him. was no. like, mom, I want to go on this trip. They're going to new Orleans. I'm so fucking jealous, but to be a chaperone, it would have cost a thousand dollars. I was like, no, mm-hmm. no fucking way. Uh, so yeah. And getting him there is basically a family affair. My mom helped she sent some money towards the trip mm-hmm. he was supposed to do fundraising but that didn't work out so yeah mm-hmm. so yeah yeah just and then we're just working like right. we do <sighs> oh. but yeah i guess i don't have anything else yeah, I and I, and Did you relax me too much earlier? Because I don't feel like an overwhelming need to just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk.
1: If I did, that's a good thing.
0: (laughs) It's oh wait, let's back up here. (laughs) It's a good thing that you relaxed me, or it's a good thing that I don't feel the need to talk and it's a good
1: thing that I relaxed you.
0: Okay, just checking. Mr. Spock is right. He said, be honest, even if you could chaperone for free, would you really have wanted to? No. The one time I I didn't even really chaperone something. I only had to chaperone my kid. I got fucking COVID. No, I'm not meant to be the parent that goes on stuff. More power to you. If you are that parent, please, we need parents like you, but I am not that person.
1: Go away for the weekend and bring back the
0: plague. I know. I know. And have a, I don't want to use that word. I was not going to say traumatizing, but that's too strong and have a wild experience in a rental. I clearly cannot be trusted to like be in charge of like figuring out where we're going to sleep because I apparently will hear somebody having sex next door as if they're two inches away from my own bed. (laughs) No, thank you. No, thank you. So yeah, the oldest uh, uh, proud uh, parent moment the oldest did and a band. Folks will likely recognize it because I'm sure every state has something similar. Uh, it's called solo and ensemble here, where band students go and they either perform a solo, often with a pianist accompanying them, or two or three or four of them play a piece together in front of a judge, and they you know pick a piece as hard as they want it to be, they play it and blah blah blah, mm. and they get a score. 17-year-old did that last Saturday, got the highest score that's available, which is a superior, yay. It also means he's allowed to go to the state level of that competition, which will not be an overnight trip. It will be a one-day trip, but we will be on the road again to go do that, Mm -hmm. also in March. So lots of uh, stuff going on. Coming up, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's that's not chaperoning in the same way, and I don't have to try and figure out where we're going to stay in a hotel. I don't have to do that. I just have to drive him because it's, it's, we, we would prefer one of us to drive him to some of these things. He's capable, but. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, could I sit here in silence because I'm okay with comfortable silences? Yes. Yes. But I don't, (laughs) I don't want to do that. So.
1: We got other stuff to do.
0: Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. I guess we should go.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And we'll
1: we'll be back Friday. We will be back Friday. Yeah, we'll, we'll, be, back we'll Friday. be back Friday for the, for the hangout.
0: Try to have adult beverages for a Friday night.
1: I don't know, maybe.
0: Just saying. Yeah, we got some of that peppermint stuff still. Mm-hmm. I don't mind going to a liquor store.
1: We need more Kalua. Mm-hmm.
0: Or we find another thing to try that. That's true. Uses what we got. Yeah. Or you just make me some peppermint vodka drink.
1: Could do that too. Could do that to be maybe. like eating a mint. Or just do shots of schnapps.
0: <laughs> shots of schnapps? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I haven't done shots in forever. Knowing me, I'd probably choke. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go now. Yep. We clearly can just drag this out forever, mm-hmm. but we're, we're mm-hmm. not going to. We're going to go. Thanks, y'all, for being here, right. especially to the bitter end. Um. Hope this was. The, the topic we did was, it was fast, but hopefully it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. We love you guys.